0: This month on the outside genre episode, The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of The Teen Creeps Outside Genre. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay K. Tai. I'm another one of your hosts, uh, Kelly Nugent. <laughs> and we are covering Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman, uh, suggested to us by listener Rob nephew uh but uh he was a but a proxy right. apparently the the suggestion truly came from his wife Alyssa so thank you Alyssa and Rob um i really loved this book
0: i loved this book i was crying i was laughing i was like cheering them on it was the perfect blend of cute and funny and sweet and like
1: oh it my really god it was it was like witty and and clever and i did not see anything coming (laughs) no and it was
0: still like it was so cool how like like truly like it was so expertly woven how you're like oh well this guy's gonna die and then you're like oh okay no it's this other guy that dies and then you're like but then this guy does die and it was like like oh like like, even the who's gonna die was a mystery Uh huh. okay do you want to hear something yes it's soon to be a major motion picture from steven spielberg at amblin
1: oh oh heavy hitters
0: that's why i was like good for you richard osmond
1: better be actually british people
0: i mean it has to be it has to be because you can get a british screenwriter and
1: british people because this voice is so british so british
0: um i also here's what i'm gonna say shocked this was written by a man i don't want
1: to be i am sorry to men but yeah same
0: i would and guess because what oh my god is such
1: a okay, witty feminine voice
0: <laughs> yes oh okay this also makes so much sense okay richard Osman. that's where i've seen him before he has been on taskmaster before ah. um and he's also been on have i got news for you and would i lie to you I and say, deal or a- no deal oh he was ep on dealer oh. no deal eight out of ten cats this is his first novel um he is well known for tv shows including pointless and richard osmond's house of games uh he's cre- creative director of endemol uk he's been a, an ep on many different shows
2: um, oh.
0: interesting i mean he's very funny very witty
1: but i will say there's a there's a big difference between a, an american male voice yes any any british male voice
0: i mean there are bad
1: british male voices right oh
0: sure like, it's just bit, like
1: <laughs> oh uh, yeah it, and there are like plenty of yeah just like pig-headed british men but an american man could not do this voice i feel
0: right um okay he is i did a little googies Oh, whoa, okay, this is really interesting. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he has nystagmus, it's involuntary eye movement. Um, Oh, it's that thing where your eyes move back and forth. I've seen people with that. It's an eye condition that significantly reduces his vision. So he learns all of his scripts by heart because he cannot read a prompter. Um, He has two children from a former relationship uh, they're 24 and 22. And as of December 2021, he's in a relationship with British actress Ingrid Oliver, um, who was in Doctor Who and mm. uh, one half of the comic double act Watson and Oliver.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember her on Doctor Who.
0: Yeah. She played uh, Petronella Osgood. Um, yeah.
1: She, she, um, He's like kind of a, a character I don't like on Doctor Who. <laughs> it's not her fault. Uh right, It's right, like, right, 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 right. she's like, like, a, anyway, I, anyway, I, I don't remember the details because my mm. brain, like, my memory is terrible. I, it, it's just like, she's like, she's like a Doctor Who fan on Doctor Who. Oh, interesting. She's like, interesting. A, fan of the doctor she's like wears a bow tie it's just like all much too twee and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, self referential uh, and like um very um illustrative of Mm. of the problem I had with uh what's his face as showrunner guy who Uh, made Sherlock
0: yeah 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 um uh, uh, god God because you can't remember it it. this is another rapture
1: rapture all over again Um,
0: uh Hold on, I, I we can't oh have my this. God, again. I have it. I have it. I have it's it. So I have thoroughly it, I have it. I have it. not in okay. my brain. Okay. Okay. Ready. Um Last name has two like double letters. Has like a double letter in it. Oh. Okay. Um Think ready? of like. Ooh, okay.
1: I almost had okay, it. we're
0: gonna get you close. Okay? okay. Do you know the Blank Man? Do you know the, the Muffin
1: Man? Bl- okay. Stephen Moffat. No. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we just played a little <laughs> mini game of taboo. <laughs> We're just You're really good the, at that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I am really good at because it really bothers me when people do taboo and they're like, I don't know who that person is. I'm going to skip because uh-huh. I'm like, you can do it phonetically, bitch. I do that kind of shit all the fucking time. <laughs> I'll be no, like, that was, yeah,
1: you nailed it. That was blank we exactly What I like Mickey? I'm <laughs> like,
0: great. That's the first name, okay? And then the second name, yeah. Like, we should see i bet we could do really good like how long of a run could we do that we of, could like, clean up <laughs> clean up because like no one has more hours than us talking to each other
1: no so i not a person on earth not a person on earth not a single married couple could hope to
0: no because they don't talk that much <laughs> <laughs> except for
1: garden couple
0: except, except i mean for i love twitter's them, though. own garden
1: bless them who talk for hours in their garden every talk morning for over hours coffee. in the
0: garden every morning because I mean, they're in the one percent yes
1: uh because none of this will make sense to anyone in years yeah no no, no. Um, my fine. problem with Stephen moffat's time on doctor who is it sure. who, after the his first season um it felt like somebody's doctor who fanfic
0: interesting yeah i see what you mean and like, I don't like when stuff gets a little too.
1: Yeah, he was like, are so cute. too good at everything, and yeah, uh, very excited about David Tennant and Catherine Tate returning for this mm. for this special. Mm-hmm. Very excited because justice for Donna.
0: Anyway, if you watch Doctor Love Who, Donna, Love Donna. I mean, come <sighs> on and she had such a sad ending i know i know i, I love that actress she's so good she's yes. so funny
1: catherine tate is
0: incredible incredible um but again it's that british actor thing mm-hmm. you know where it's like no small roles therefore everything i'm gonna you know give my 100 percent um you know we were talking about this uh mads mickelson who is not british I was looking at an interview with him because mm-hmm. you know how he does like a variety of let's say quality films but he's always good and he was saying that like he treats literally every job as if it's the most important thing and I don't know I just respect that because then he's like because then I can respect myself when I do it and I, I like that I, I, I don't really like when people are phoning it in because I'm like I don't know you're there you might as well yeah try.
1: Yeah, that Make is it, the mark of a good actor and I have to say um not something I'm great at. Mm,
0: I can do that. I I can do that. Giving
1: 100% to everything. But it's here's the me. thing.
0: I can once the cameras are off, bitch I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like I'm like I will give 100,000%. And I will be going, going, going. And then the cameras turn off and I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm not here to fucking hang out on set for like hours after this. Let's just, let's fucking go, man. Um, anywho. Anywho, this book. What a fantastic book. Let me read the um little description. Yes. Four septuagenarians with a few tricks up their sleeves, a female cop with her big first big case, a brutal murder. Welcome to the Thursday murder club. In a peaceful retirement village, four unlikely friends meet weekly in the jigsaw room to discuss unsolved crimes. Together, they call themselves the Thursday Murder Club. When a local developer is found dead with a mysterious photograph left next to the body, the Thursday Murder, murder Club suddenly find themselves in the middle of their first live case. As the bodies begin to pile up, can our unorthodox, un- wow, can our unorthodox but brilliant gang catch the killer before it's too late? Um, okay. I literally loved every single character in this. Everyone Bogdan. <laughs> I
1: love Bogdan. I loved Bogdan. Bogdan and Stephen playing chess Je- together. Oh, and honestly, so sweet. the deep
0: sadness, but beauty in like love and loss and how each thing makes the other more beautiful of this book, like just like such small moments, right? Like where, um, whose best friend is it? Is it Joanna's best friend is, or is Elizabeth's best friend is Penny elizabeth's best friend right because joanna's writing the diary um Uh,
1: joyce not joyce (laughs) joanna is joyce's daughter
0: that's right oh and then the relationship with them too i was like everything was so beautiful but like just like the little moments of hold on i think i have a screenshot just as an example ow just (laughs) sorry i just hit my face just as an example of how beautiful and sweet this book is. Oh man, I took a lot of screenshots because it was so cute. Okay, so Penny has, we we learn later, has like advanced stage dementia where she is now just pretty much um, comatose and not responsive. And they don't know if she can even hear them when they're in the room. And Penny used to be a DC, DCI, maybe. Mm, um DCI, yeah. Yeah. And just
1: Detective
0: Constable Investigator. Right? Thank you. That's just me guessing. I'm gonna see oh. what I don't remember does DCI stand for? It is Division of Criminal Investigation. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I have never been more wrong in my life. No, it's Detective Chief Inspector. Oh. But it, I'm sure it also stands for that. But uh, it's a police detective of senior rank, so she may have just been a uh, a DI, right? Right, right, detective right, inspector. Right, 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 right. Looking it up. <laughs> on I'm the just website, gonna foreign crime drama. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm just DC wait for this. is detective constable. So you were right, constable. Constables involved somehow. That's, that's the lowest rank. So that's S, Donna. Detective sergeant, DI, detective inspector dci detective chief inspector and that's what chris is i loved chris and donna me too i really thought they were gonna get together and then i was like even more excited that donna was hooking chris up with her mom patrice i know and i loved too that like
0: like uh, just uh everything was so like some, pure in a good way like not like there too some there's like
1: fat phobic aspects to this book
0: right i think here's the here's the thing I think it's a fine line because it's like Chris does want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing where it's like he wants to lose weight and so she's helping him do that. And I can see how some of it can seem like, oh, this is fat
1: phobic. Well, it's just also like poking fun at him when he's like running. Oh, right. When he's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't have to keep running. Yeah. But at the same time. It's not like a vicious attitude toward him by any means, but just some some light. <laughs>
0: Well, I felt like, I don't know, oh, correct God. me if I'm, I mean, I might be wrong and I might be reading this incorrectly, but it felt like, cause that's the other thing. Like it, you know how like, there are a lot of fat people that are like, stop using or stop not using the word fat. Like I'm fat, that's what I am, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, it to me, it felt like someone from the inside being like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like I read a very, um, what's the word? I guess a kinder interpretation of it where it was like, it's it's fine for him to be like damn i am so glad that he stopped running so that i don't have to keep running because like that it's fine to like say that you don't want to keep running because there it it, did the great thing the good thing was that it didn't have because you can tell when someone's like saying this is disgusting and that's not what was happening here
1: no it wasn't like chris is an object for ridicule but it was like layoff the candy wars buddy like it right 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 it was a little just very lightly like i i'm i'm not even like i think it's ridiculous that taylor swift was pressured to take take just literally the word fat out of that moment in her oh music video video. or because it was a comment on on what body image so that is very weird to me but but then i do think like there's there's no need to be like I don't know I kind of did feel like it was like this guy needs to lose a few
0: right I kind can see attitude. that I can see that I think it towed the line mm-hmm. um I read it as like he was like I because that's the other thing like he was but like, like the book loves Chris and I will say the thing that bought me a lot of real estate with that was that he was like I can't date anyone until I lose weight because, like, who would ever want me and blah, 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 blah. And then Donna's like, oh, I want to hook you up with my mom. You know, yeah, like, she's like, like, oh, just wear she a nice sees- shirt." Yeah, she's like, wear a nice shirt. And he's like, okay. Like, I like that also he just does whatever she tells him to do because he's like, you know, she's like
1: this daughter figure to him and mm-hmm. is just like. And they, like, they clicked so
0: yes, quickly. I know.
1: I just loved their dynamic.
0: <laughs> me too. Um, oh but what I was saying before I got very very distracted um is okay so Penny used to be uh, something and she was a cop uh, and an investigator and but now is no longer responsive but Penny's husband John visits her all the time and um or he he like visits her every day and Elizabeth is it Elizabeth the The best friend? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then Elizabeth comes to visit her every day as well. And so she comes in and she says, a real murder to investigate, Penny. I promise I won't let you miss a thing. She kisses her best friend on the forehead. She turns to the chair on the other side of the bed and gives a small smile. How are you, John? Penny's husband, John Gray, puts down his book and looks up. Oh, you know, I do know. You always know where I am, John. Which we learn later that she really does know (laughs) because her husband, Stephen, is like, losing it which is Mm -hmm. so oh my god that shit was so sad um the nurses say penny can hear nothing but who's to say john gray never speaks to penny while elizabeth is in the room he comes into willows at seven each morning and he leaves at nine each evening back to the flat that he and penny had lived in together back to the holiday trinkets and the old photos and the memories that he and penny shared for 50 years she knows that he talks to penny when she is not there and every time she walks in always after knocking she notices the fading white prints of john's hand on Penny's his hand back on his book, though he always seems to be on the same page. Elizabeth leaves the lovers together. I was it's like, what so the beautiful. fuck? So
2: beautiful.
0: So beautiful. That he like holds her hand, like I just, but he also like gives her dignity. Like I just, I was like, there's something so, like this book so understands the beauty of love and can communicate that so well. Yeah,
1: and just like human relationships in general. Mm-hmm. It's just, <laughs> it's just such a good book <laughs> it's such a good book and it's so funny it's so
0: funny oh my god so funny um because like, all the characters um, are so fully realized
1: in a funny way uh-huh and like it it's so like um precise in how it's able to get across the characterizations it's mm-hmm. just like so fucking expert like <laughs> Like <laughs> here, uh, uh, highlighted passage talking about um the character Ian. He's the guy who um oh Ian like Wentworth built the um, developer Ian Ventham,
0: Oh that's uh, who so sorry,
1: who built who? Yeah, de- was the developer for this uh, large retirement complex. Um, it says beside the swimming pool is a small small arthritis therapy pool which looks like a jacuzzi largely for the reason that it is a jacuzzi anyone given the grand tour by the owner ian ventham would then be shown the sauna ian would always open the door a crack and say blimey it's like a sauna in there that was ian
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i also liked that like ian he was so characterized like when he's like uh, he's like really obsessed with like fitness
1: and yes, I highlighted the passage about his smoothie. <laughs> yes,
0: I was just gonna say the smoothie. Can you read the smoothie passage? <laughs>
1: yes. Um, it is Ian's regular smoothie. Whoops, I accidentally opened a different app because a notification came up. It is Ian's regular smoothie some raspberries, a fistful of spinach, Icelandic yogurt, finish if they are out of Icelandic, spirulina, wheatgrass, acerola, cherry powder, chlorella, kelp, acai, extract, uh. Cocoa nibs, zinc, beetroot, essence, chia seeds, mango zest, and ginger. It is his own invention, and he calls it Keep It Simple. Dude. Okay. A couple keep things. It simple. Keep It Simple is <laughs> hilarious.
0: I also felt personally attacked <laughs> because <laughs> I put that shit in my smoothie. Same. My, I was like, here, uh, you, what's your smoothie? Um, So I usually do um, Icelandic yogurt, mm-hmm. um, uh, pineapple, um banana chia seed goji berry um collagen um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a, a little handful of oats uh for satiety um mm-hmm. satiety uh, <laughs> uh, a bunch a shit ton of spinach like so much because i'm like i'm not gonna eat vegetables for the rest of today <laughs> so i like pack it full and then if i have cucumbers i'll do cucumber if i have strawberries i'll do strawberry sometimes i'll do a handful of berries
2: mm-hmm.
0: um But the things that always have to be in there are yogurt, chia seed, and banana Mm -hmm. for digestion. (laughs) Because I I am the most regular person I know, and I want to keep that.
2: Chia seeds for digestion. Chia seeds for digestion. (laughs) digestion. Oats for chia tea. Chia seeds for digestion.
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay what's in yours okay mine is um uh cup and uh and then just like one more on the line um yeah. of coconut water yay and then my ritual uh postpartum oh yes uh, essential protein powder their protein um, powder is good dude which i used before they started advertising on the podcast
0: yeah it's good. I the flavor is really good. Not to be all like mm-hmm. you know. No, I've been I've been whatever. taking
1: I, I've been taking Ritual vitamins and using this protein powder for ages. Yeah, love it. Well, the anyway. protein powder is re- relatively new, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway uh, um, so that um, a tablespoon of chia seeds, a tablespoon of flax seeds and um, a tablespoon of almond butter. Uh, a little, like maybe half a teaspoon of honey, raw honey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, spinach, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, frozen strawberry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a banana, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to start adding marine collagen powder to it. Oh yeah, um, you know I what? Can't I want to
2: have see? any dairy right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because Ramona may be sensitive to cow protein, so you're going to be eating shells. So I'm eating cod. <laughs> you know what i want to be mashed up
1: con do,
0: is this counter. is this something that you have every day i try to yeah me too
1: mm-hmm. um you know what i want to start actual protein powder only is like 15 servings uh-huh yeah so i also have another protein powder that i'll use if i run out mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i don't you, like as much no there it, so it tastes good theirs it.
0: tastes really good um you know what i want to start adding irish moss oh unfamiliar Okay, it's a seaweed.
2: It's ah. supposed to be really
0: good for you. and I had it in so I've been telling you that, that I like a lo- version
1: of the chlorella. Right.
0: right. And let me tell you something. I lost my Asian card because I spent like thirty dollars on a smoothie. <laughs> I I was like, I know. I know oh, that's what loses you. yeah, your Asian card? No, I literally was like telling this to my Asian friend Mia,
1: and they were like,
0: "They were like Kelly, you lost your Asian card." And I was like, "I know." I was like, "But it's it's bullshit." But I love it. So it's the AirOne, <laughs> it's the AirOne Haley Bieber smoothie, <laughs> and it's like skin smoothie. It has like collagen and like Irish moss and like all this shit in it. It tastes really good. Now every time I've had it, I. W- had I've Erewhon smoothies are
1: so pricey
0: so pricey so it was actually yeah it was actually like $20 like $18 something but the time that I ordered it was when I was being poisoned by that Cipro Mm. so I don't know I guess maybe listeners didn't know this I was poisoned by Cipro don't ever take it and nobody reached out to me telling me about the health concerns of Cipro like I've already looked it up and have had many panic attacks from it and like have lasting damage from it if someone prescribes it to you, seek second opinion. Like, yeah, do not truly, do not
1: take Cipro. And uh, I do want to clarify what Cipro is.
0: Ciprophylaxin, It's a um, it's a class of. Uh, I actually have the bottle the right term? up here of um, antibiotic. Are, yeah. I think it's a quinoline, qu- uh, something with a e. Q. Um, class of uh, of antibiotic. Um, just be very careful when you are prescribed it and like make sure that the dosage is not too high because i was prescribed it when i should not have been and, and really the dosage there's no was no reason
1: like if if the side effects are this extreme there's just no reason to ever give this particular antibiotic no. is there there are no. other
0: antibiotics In on fact, the market i've spoken to many doctors about it post having taken it because i was very panicked when i was prescribed it originally i really really needed help with my s- symptoms it was like a bladder infection and i was like if you've had a UTI or bladder infection you know that you're like damn I need help now like mm-hmm. you're
2: desperate yeah
0: so that was the first I got it through TeleDoc, and um, it never should have been prescribed to me I, I then spoke to the people at GoodRx uh, afterwards and they were like we never would have prescribed this to you like The doctor that prescribed this to you should not have, and it was like twice the dosage, twice the frequency, twice the length of time. Um, And it was, because it was Teladoc, it's not like they did a urine sample. It's not like, so they didn't have any reason to prescribe this to me. And the people at GoodRx were like, we literally would only prescribe that to you if every other antibiotic wouldn't work. Like, they were like, we would have given you ceflexin or keflexin, um, which is like a very normal, like pregnant people can take that um
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i would just say <laughs> if anyone prescribes it to you seek a second opinion because i have met now four people who Ooh, did you know ryan mogie friend of the show almost died taking cipro <gasps> no yeah to a point where she does not take like that's when the doctors are like do you have any um you know Allergies, allergies. She says Cipro. Yeah, and because she knew that I was going through this, but she didn't know what medication was. And then I said Sex. Cipro, and she was like, "Girl, mm-hmm. I didn't know you were taking Cipro because that
2: was yeah. the thing I
1: almost died. So like, truly, unless yeah, you have can the cause, plague, like, long-term neurological damage too. It right? can make
2: you crazy forever. Yeah,
1: like I, I read about this and sent it to my sister. I was worried yeah. that they prescribed it to her when she had a staph infection in her hand, yeah, and had to be hospitalized like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I was worried that that's what led to her fibromyalgia.
0: Because it can, Mm -hmm. Um, because I know someone who's in a Cipro support group Mm -hmm. because of chronic pain because of nerve damage caused by Cipro. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like just like, please like do not share any information. I have seen all the health information about Cipro. I don't need to like be spiraling in a panic. traumatized (laughs) It truly was like extremely traumatizing. Uh, I was like actively poisoned by this medication and I'm okay now. My... Achilles tendon is like finally healing. Like it's like a whole thing. I'm finally healing and I don't need anyone to tell me about the dangers of it cuz I you know the
1: problems that you might get. Yes, yeah.
0: I already know. Yeah. You've done the reading. And I don't need to literally freak out anymore. Um but yeah, I'm just warning people don't take it. Uh or if you must, like you know, if you have plague or something, sure. Cuz it is for <laughs> plague. <laughs> It we just works, plague and plague only. And it works. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It literally, my symptoms went away after one pill, which is maybe scary, but it <laughs> works. It just also hurts you. Um, anywho,
1: can you hear this noise? No, I don't know what you're oh, talking okay. about. Good. What is it? Are you just like I'm, farting a bunch? I'm <laughs> pumping on the side. <laughs> can you hear this um, noise? No <laughs> sort of noise. It's just like the wettest farts. <laughs> <laughs> noise do you hear this um noise um, there's a um there's a sound there's a particular sound I, I don't know how you describe like continually it continually um, happening mm-hmm. um, it's been happening the whole episode it's i just wondered if you were hearing it. like thank god you can't smell the noise but can you hear it <laughs> uh, um <laughs> no i'm like pumping <laughs> off on it. oh uh, oh side no i can't hear it
0: um i also have this passage that uh is about joanna which is the daughter and uh joyce who's the mother and kind of just like the relationship that she has with her daughter and then also how elizabeth helps her like reconnect with her daughter Mm -hmm. um but i thought this line was like really sweet so they meet up uh uh uh, joyce and elizabeth go to meet up with joanna uh and elizabeth kind of like finagles it so they meet up with her she says it's because of the case they're working on but really it's she just wants to connect the mother and daughter again Mm -hmm. um and so this is in uh joyce's diary and also joyce is so cute i love joyce yes her diary entries are so fun (laughs) Um, okay, so this is from right after they've met up with with Joanna Joanna was funny and bright and engaging and all the things I had worried that she lost there They all were perhaps she had just lost them with me. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, oh, no um, I've talked to Elizabeth about Joanna before about how I feel we're not as close as we should be as other mothers and daughters Seem to be Elizabeth has a way of making you want to tell the truth She knew I had been a bit sad. I hadn't thought about it until now But I wonder if the whole trip hadn't been for my benefit really an awful lot of people could have told us what cornelius had told us so perhaps i don't know um i just i don't know i i loved that she's so cute also bits of mystery about elizabeth's past because she was she like an international journalist or something like what did she what did she do i think she was a fucking spy (laughs) yeah right like like some
1: kind of like i think she was in mi whatever mi6 or whatever it is yeah because like yeah she's i think think elizabeth was a british agent yeah like a retired british agent Mm -hmm. because she knows everybody and she has all sorts of international stories yes and she's very good at like a reading people
0: b like i don't want to say manipulating people but like getting them to tell her things yeah um yeah and her love for (sighs) steven Elizabeth and Elizabeth, like, constantly, (laughs) like, two
1: people closest to her. I know both losing them to dementia before losing them to death. Yes, and also, like, the passages about Stephen are so sweet,
0: so heartbreaking and beautiful. And, like, did you read the back of the book? Um, I read the like uh, Amazon okay description in my mind. Not the back of the book, though. I mean, maybe it's the same. Unknown.
1: Probably the same.
0: Um, but it just was so...
1: Here, I highlighted one part. Did you highlight any Elizabeth and Stephen part? No, I didn't, so please read them. In her three bed in Larkin, the one with the decking, Elizabeth cannot sleep. She is getting used to that these days. Her arm is around her Stephen in the darkness. Can he feel it? Does Penny hear her? Have They both already disappeared? Or are they only real for as long as she chooses to believe they're real? Elizabeth clings on a little tighter and holds on to the day for as long as she is able.
0: Oh, my Mm. God. Uh, Are you kidding me? And also, like, her, she'll test herself with, like, or is that, that's Joy. Joy, Joy, Joyce. Joyce. Who, like, tests herself with her memory and, like. But even. I think that's Elizabeth. Is it Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, and then Joyce is keeping the
2: journal. Right, 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 right.
0: And 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 Elizabeth also is like, you know, when she like, she'll she'll constantly think like, how many more years of like me jumping over this thing do I have? Like she's very cognizant of her aging, and because she's surrounded by memories of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just it the characters feel so lived in and so experienced. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't mean experienced like that they've experienced things, but that the writer has experienced these things through either empathy or whatever of the, like, experience the things of these characters. In the
1: acknowledgements, it said that he got the idea after visiting a retirement community. And, like, interacting with, like, people
0: that had these, like, wonderful stories and, like, all these personalities and, yeah, I don't know. It's just written so, so, okay, 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 okay. So
1: the fucking twists and turns for this (laughs) <laughs> there are many twists, and it doesn't feel For something too that like feels like a pleasant walk yes. through the park. There are so many twists, yes, and they're all delightful. You're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I love. I didn't. I had no idea who killed anyone at any given time. I thought Joyce did it at some point because I was yeah. like, oh, maybe that's why Joyce. It's Joyce's journal. Yeah, and she like used to be a nurse, and like I didn't know up from down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joyce gets conscripted into the Thursday Murder Club uh, because she used to be a nurse and because Elizabeth like asks her. And I also love how that tied in to the end because the way that she's conscripted is like they're asking her like how long would it take for a woman to die of that first case that she got
1: asked about.
0: Yeah, turns out that's the answer to who did this next murder and everyone had secrets everyone had secrets Mm -hmm. and some of them were bad and some of them weren't that bad and some of them were sweet oh my god bruh the guy who matthew the fake priest no the other guy who was supposed to send his wife's ashes
1: oh bernard Uh, bernard uh, and joyce having a crush on bernard and bernard just being prepared to just like kill himself (laughs) i know because he couldn't be without his dead wife anymore
0: and because he felt like he did her wrong and like all these things so like um so there are a lot of people acting suspiciously but we find out that they just that everyone has have their
1: own reasons
0: yes and everyone has these secrets basically buried in this convent cemetery and so like everyone has motive for not wanting those graves to be disturbed, but only one person killed <laughs> Ian. And I also think it was it's interesting that at first, so we're like, you know, we're in Ian's head. You read that part. Also, I love the part too where he's like, we're in Ian's head in in his perspective, and he's like talking about like his like dating profile and how he he filters out women over twenty five because like yeah. women under twenty five know like not to expect anything and like blah 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 blah. And this whole time, it sounds like he's single, and then it's like and the only person that had ever seen blah 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 was his wife, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I loved that. I was like, what a <laughs> douchebag. Um, yeah, Ian sucks. So we're following Ian, and the whole time you think. Classic. This developer is going to get killed because he's such a douchebag, and he is going to fire this like kind of dangerous developer. Um, what? Uh, what is he? Contractor. contractor. He's going to fire this kind of dangerous contractor, and he thinks he's going to get killed. And the contractor wants to kill him for for being fired. And yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong that that was going to get him killed. Yes, because he's like. <laughs> Oh no he's gonna kill me and then we're in the contractor's head tony however (laughs) and then tony's like i'm gonna kill him (laughs) like so you're like oh okay so he does want to kill him but then tony's the one that gets killed Uh uh-huh i was like oh my god what a twist but then ian does get killed later (laughs) yeah that
1: was very surprising and it has nothing to do with each other
0: so tony gets killed by being bludgeoned and but i do like that all the seeds are there Because we learn that Bogdan has done all of the um, security and like building and like, like little odd jobs for Ian and everyone around Ian, because he's cheap and he'll just do whatever. Like everyone's kind of acting because basically Ian is like, I am going to I've purchased this land that this convent was once on, which it's now the retirement home and part of the grounds are this cemetery and he's like well i want to develop the whole thing and so i want to like get rid of i have to get rid of these graves and he's like created a shell corporation that's just himself and bogdan and like other people to place the winning bid on the project to get rid of the graves that little scheme is so funny it's so funny he's like oh that one won and like they're just gonna like dump the bodies Impressively
1: smart i know but bones is bones bones is bones according to bogdan and but they're not gonna do anything with special with the graves or be good about it no they're just gonna like dump them somewhere they were straight up about to create like a poltergeist situation (laughs) yes because also nuns are you kidding me
0: like mm -mm, god is not gonna be pleased sir you're gonna you're gonna dig up some fucking nuns i don't think so that's scary that something's messed up don't do that so anyway While they're doing that Bogdan's digging he finds another body on top of one of the one of the coffins and he's like that's weird this one's from the 70s (laughs) and he doesn't know what to do and he tells or uh, he has been he interviewed or he was interviewed by Elizabeth who through being able to read people really well and because she knew about stuff in Poland because she had been there which is where he's from she's like oh my name is marina because she sees his tattoo that says marina which is his mom's name and so that ingratiates her with him like she's very good at like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. she saw it yeah tattooed on his arm i think so yeah yeah but then he doesn't even care when he finds out that it's false because he goes to her house to try and tell her about the body he found and mm-hmm. he sees her mail and he's like talking to Steven and but then it ends up that he, like, will come over a lot to play chess with Stephen. Ugh, but it's just a losing battle. And she's gonna end up losing Stephen. Oh, my God. I can't. Mm.
1: I wonder if Stephen dies in one of these books or, like, really starts to lose his I think, movie. of course, he does. Because it's, like, advancing all the time. The way—I love the end when Stephen, like, totally recalled mm-hmm. some stuff. I was so excited for Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> I know. I know it's those moments of lucidity that like are both really special, but also like bring so much pain. Mm-hmm. Bittersweet. Oh, very bittersweet. I'm interested in these other books though. I know I want to read them all now. I don't have time. Okay. There's like other ones. Let's see. Thursday murder club. That's number one. Uh, The man who died twice is number two. And then number three is the bullet that missed. I think those are the only ones that are out right now.
1: I love it. Oh, yeah, because when was this published? Because these are new books.
0: Yes, uh, so this was originally published um, August 3, 2021. Wow, he's
1: a quick writer. Oh, this says 2020, Okay, September 22nd, 2020. That. that may have been a paperback
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know. And then let me see here, man who died twice. Yeah, there's just three. Man Who Died Twice came out September twenty-eighth, twenty twenty-one. Oh, it might just be this uh oh no. And then the third one was September twentieth, twenty twenty two. Huh. Good for Richard Osman. Good for him. Prolific. For such a short time. Three books. Mm-hmm.
1: And then one of them in a, a movie. Wow. Great job. Mm-hmm. Great job. Um I wanted to read. So Donna is is dating people. Mm-hmm. Is going on dates through the dating app and <laughs> push but I wanted to read this section where she's, she's trolling her ex-boyfriend's Instagram (laughs) close to tears through boredom. Donna had wondered where Carl was this evening. She had recently taken to, she has recently taken to scrolling through the Instagram feed of her ex-boyfriend the Instagram feed of his new girlfriend who appeared to be called Toyota. It has become (laughs) such a habit now. She will sort of miss it when Carl and Toyota split up, which they will because Carl is an idiot and he's not going to keep hold of a girlfriend with eyebrows that great. (laughs) yeah dude i
0: like that she just like can't not care about she like doesn't even
1: like carl and yet carl is also the reason that she left the big city for this sleepier area and now she's stuck doing cases she doesn't care about yeah and she's like was that a bit rash of me (laughs) i know i know but then i
0: remember there's like a part where she like realizes she hasn't thought about carl because she's been like so caught up in the case and hanging out with Chris and stuff. And she's like, wow, I haven't thought about Carl in a little bit. Well, now I am doing that now. But hey, like, the, you know, it's been a, a minute since I've talk- thought about him. <laughs> thought that was really cute. Um, but, oh, right. So Donna and I like also like Donna and uh, Chris, like kind of they're doing their own investigation, but they're like brought into cahoots with the thursday murder club which it's funny how instantly like alpha the thursday murder club is to yes to, to them <laughs> oh my god i like that ron so the the different people in it are ron um who is uh i don't really know what his deal um, is he has a he's, son
1: he's a former um union leader right he's like this really firebrand um, famous union leader mm-hmm. um, uh, for for having gone through all the stuff in Britain in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And, um, or I should say England, England in the 70s and 80s. And um, he has a son who is a famous boxer who is now doing stuff like um, uh, England's version of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, because uh, his <laughs> son is like, like <laughs> in his 40s. I was a little confused about the timeline on his son because, like, I thought he was younger at first, but it was because they were like, I swear to God, he said he was like at the height of his like boxing days was in the 80s. Right. And I was like, well, then he can't begin his 40s right, right, right now right, right. because, like, he is my age. Yeah. Maybe it was the 90s. So I didn't, I didn't go back mm-hmm. and, uh, I like that passage, but I was a little confused about the time Me later. too. Um, so yeah, he has uh his son is Jason. Jason is the famous boxer. Jason um had a connection to Tony Coran the 1st murder victim mm-hmm. and um and this other guy Turkish Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um and and then another member of the group is Ibrahim who is um a psychiatrist mm-hmm. a retired psychiatrist and he uh often like gets into the weeds talking about stuff yeah which i thought was really i cute. like the,
0: and everyone's just like okay you know what this is really fucking boring and then they let yeah. ron come over and be like all right i'm bored let's uh, keep moving on yeah and then elizabeth and joe uh, and joyce are like oh see sorry it's because ron wants to move on but in their heads
1: they're like yep. jesus christ mm-hmm. thank, thank you. you and there was this ibrahim passage i really liked Mm-hmm. Uh, at Cooper's chase anytime you wanted to be alone you would simply close your front door and anytime you wanted to be with people you would open it up again if there was a better recipe for happiness than that then Ibrahim was yet to hear it <laughs> um, that was very cute uh, let me see here and then Joyce former nurse her husband is Jerry he's dead daughter Joanna works for some big financial institution mm-hmm. um Elizabeth, suspected former British agent. (laughs) Is that everybody? I think so. I think that's everybody. It's a pretty small group. It's only four of them. And
0: then Donna and Chris.
1: Yeah, and then they bring in Donna and Chris, her DC guy. Mm -hmm. And they trick Chris into bringing her on by having Ron pretend that he is like... (laughs) Feeble and... (laughs) Losing. Yeah, he's like losing his memory and, and like kind of weak. And not, and he and he's like, wow, he's really just like a shadow of his former. Yeah. <laughs> self. They're like, oh, he really will only talk to Donna. So you better bring Donna. Not the case, and so Chris does. And they're like, he's really attached to Donna. He just like loves Donna. She came to talk to us about the importance of like ripping up our mail and, <laughs> <laughs> and protecting our passwords. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and so that's how they get Donna involved, and then. Later, Chris is like, "Huh, he seems a bit more energetic." Yeah, he's like, "Huh, interesting." Um, and the, um, so those are all the like crime-solving players. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got into the trio around Tony Coran's murder, mm-hmm. and then there's Ian and Bogdan, and then Penny, um, and John, mm-hmm. your husband, John and oh and this priest father matthew mm-hmm. or something um who is there to argue against moving the uh, cemetery yes yes the yes, grave yes. stones or the graves and um and you mm-hmm. think everything is going to be connected you think tony Koran gets killed and then that directly and, and then and then ian also gets killed and you think it's because of the same reason mm mm-hmm. And it's not, and you think the body, the extra body in the grave that Bogdan finds is because of the same, is con- connected to Tony Coran, but really it's just this this um, falling domino effect <laughs> Yeah. of like, because of this, then this happens, and and the murders had nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. So Tony, so it turns out, so uh, we're going to spoil everything now. Yeah, please, now. please. So it turns out Tony was killed by Bogdan because... After shooting some random kid in a drug deal, they also shot the taxi driver who drove them because he saw what happened to get rid of the kid because he he knew what had happened. And it turns out that taxi driver was Bogdan's best friend back in the day, mm-hmm. and so he was just finally getting revenge. Mm-hmm. And then Ian gets killed later um, because he's going to move he's going to move the graves, and you think at the end. Or at a certain point, you think it was Father Matthew because it turns out Father Matthew is no longer a priest. Mm-hmm. He just used to be a priest. Um, but no, the reason that Father Matthew's secret is that he and a nun fell in love back in the seventies. This was sad, so sad, really sad. She got pregnant. the 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 main, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, uh, nunnery politics. The main nun the mother, the
0: reverend the something. Mother. Re, thank you. Reverend is that mother. real? I think I, so. think I just made
1: that up. It's something like that. No, no, no. I think that that might be it, but the, the main nun, um, is going to send her back to Ireland. Right. And so she hangs herself and she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, and Matthew like made a deal with the reverend mother to still bury her in this cemetery as long as he then left and went back to Ireland. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as, um, I think it was like Sister Mary or something dies, he immediately moves back to be closer to to I Maggie and, and their unborn child. Um, so that's why he doesn't want, that's why he's been speaking up about Ian moving all the graves, but he didn't kill Ian. No, he just doesn't want it to happen. He just doesn't want it to happen. The person who killed Ian, it turns out, was John, Penny's husband. Yeah. And they go and confront him about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's because I put the body in there. The body was somebody. It was just like somebody who like wanted to die. And so I helped him die. Because I used, um, I'm a vet and I
0: was like putting his horse to sleep and I just like used it on him because he seemed like he wanted to die.
1: He was just like really sad and depressed and so I killed him and I didn't want anybody to find out and so that's why I killed that's why I gave Ian a secret dose of fentanyl yeah um and they're like no (laughs) that's not why you did it I know you would never do anything so unforgivable except out of love and they were like uh, Elizabeth is like you think Penny
0: there's a chance Penny can hear you and he's like yeah and he and she's like well then you would never confess to something like that in front of her yeah. Um, and do that to her when you know she can't respond. So like, that doesn't make sense. You would only ever say something in front of her if she already knew about it.
1: And sh- he's like, yep. hmm, yes. <laughs> yes. And it turns out Penny killed the random extra person in the grave. It was the body of somebody who had gotten away with a murder years earlier. And Penny was just like, doling out vigilante justice which i sorry good for penny yeah you know how we feel about vigilante justice i don't Mm -hmm, trust we are pro
0: yeah i'm not for state execution but i am for vigilante justice
1: yes um (sighs) i am for vigilante justice and i'm not saying i'm in favor of ending the bloodline i'm just saying that if you're going to take over a kingdom then you need that's the smart thing to eliminate the bloodline I'm I'm saying you should I'm not saying I'm not saying it's good I'm not saying it's
0: morally I'm not saying good I'm just saying like I'm saying saying exactly like if you're gonna do it and you want to do it in smarter not harder exactly (laughs) because then otherwise the fucking kid's gonna come back and try and fucking kill you out of revenge it's like what
1: are you doing Mm -hmm. why are you even bothering it's like when
0: you're at the grocery store in the bloodline you know what I mean you're at the grocery store right Uh and you're like in the produce section and you're like oh shit I forgot I need cinnamon do you just leave? No. Because then you're going to have to go back and get cinnamon. So yeah. you Why are just you leaving walk over to the spices, to-do list? get the cinnamon, and then just, you're done. You don't have to go back.
2: Yeah. It's exactly like that, really. Like, no I don't
0: care if you've gotten to your car. No, just go back. You're already inside. There. You're still you're there. there. You're there. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like that.
1: Um, yeah. So Penny was doling out vigilante justice. I, I was like, Elizabeth, do we really need to do we really need to turn them in? i know i feel we do not but right and even
0: joyce is like you know honestly i think it was the right thing i'm on penny's
1: side yeah yeah but they they don't have to do so first they they let john instead just kill penny yeah they're just like say goodbye to penny dot 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 and penny fentanyl and then later he he's going to kill himself Mm -hmm. and i was like or we could just not have turned them in,
0: right but i think he just wanted to kill himself anyway because he didn't want he didn't want to live without her
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Uh so they both uh went to their end mm-hmm. and Elizabeth said her goodbyes. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that's that's what happened. Yeah. I was shocked. I was And shocked.
0: then it sets up like a thing of like um like the way that it set up kind of the question of what happened with uh that Croatian or no, that Turkish guy's son. Mhm. And it's like then that question is answered when we're like, oh, it's because Bogdan was like, you killed my friend. I'm going to kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. And so he had already taken care of him He had taken earlier. care of him. He's gone, dude. Bogdan the is ocean. a man who knows to end the bloodline. He knows. He He's a nice got rid man, of everybody he knows there. to end the bloodline. Yeah, he got rid of everybody involved except for He got rid of and everybody involved in killing his friend. <laughs> Not right. involved in killing the kid in the drug deal though.
2: He no, didn't care no, no, about the no. kid in the
1: drug deal. He's no. like that was a drug deal he was it's like like I'm um breaking bad and um better call Saul like they were in the game. Right. If you're right. in the game, you're fair game. Right? That's the thing. But if you're not in the game, you shouldn't you shouldn't be killed. Right.
0: Exactly. Um I I just see a couple of popular highlights. I'm looking at the Amazon page right now. Mhm. And there's this book it's like there are so many like fun little quotes um and like sweet ones and sad ones and poignant ones like uh there's this one that says um you always know when it's your first oh right okay the part where is it joyce the one who like went with her friends to go see a play and then they drank little yes, like canned gin and tonics in the, car, in, in the bus ride home and then each one of them died and now she doesn't do it anymore. And so when she's talking about that, there's like a moment too when she's really sad about like, I forgot what, but she then also in that moment mourns the loss of like that group. Yeah. Um, and she, the the quote is, you always know when it's your first time, don't you? But you rarely know when it's your final time. And it's like, ugh, that's so like basic, but like true. Um, but we, yeah, gets at. Just the human experience. Mm hmm. Mm Here's another one. It's great to be the fastest runner, but not when you're running in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one. This was, I think, when Elizabeth is, uh, she has a moment of, uh, she has some brief moments of, uh, oh, it's when she sees Bogdan and Stephen playing chess. And, mm-hmm. um, She's like very happy about that because Steven seems very lively and very present and very lucid. Um, and it's uh, in life, you have to learn the, to count the good days. You have to tuck them in your pocket and carry them around with you. <laughs> Ugh, you do, <laughs> you, you do. You have to do that. You have to. Do that. <laughs> oh my God, this book. I so recommend this book, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could not could
1: not come with a higher recommendation oh my
0: god guess who gave it uh a guess who gave this series a positive uh little quote line
1: um the muffin man
0: yes no <laughs> no 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 <laughs> stephen moffat uh-huh. uh no okay a little beacon of pleasure in the midst of the gloom such fun and this is someone that we've read on outside genre before we liked
1: her book a lot Oh, is it the museum writer? Yes, Kate Atkinson. Oh, I never would have remembered her name.
0: I remember her name because I became very obsessed with buying all of her books and I have not read any of the oh, other well, there ones you go. <laughs> but I have a lot of her other books. I have Life after Life. I have um, Big Sky, and then downstairs, I have some more that I don't I don't remember what they are because, oh, uh, uh, something weird, hmm. Emotionally weird, (laughs) and then, um, let's see, I have, which other ones do I have? Oh, Case Histories as well. And I haven't read any of them, but I liked her a lot too. That's because we are reading. We're reading too much. Many books for this podcast. Oh, did I tell you that I, (laughs) this is like very embarrassing. So I had to go to urgent care the other day Oh. Um, because I was convinced I had. <laughs> so I did the thing of looking on WebMD. Should not have done this. Mm, yes. Should not have done this. I Should this not well. have done this. So uh, one of my heels was like really calloused. So I like went really nuts with a fucking exfoliator thing on it. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: Like one of those metal ones. Yep. And then it got really red mm-hmm. and like got worse. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. And I was like Googling around. And then it was like, you gave yourself cellulitis and you have hours to live. And I was like, oh my God. Cellulitis? (laughs) Don't even, don't look it up, Lindsay. Don't.
1: It's literally like, go to the doctor now. Uh, Like a staph infection. Oh, wait. Yeah. I have, I've had cellulitis. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I had periorbital cellulitis when I was six and I was in the hospital for a week. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It's like the precursor to meningitis. Yeah and you can have it like just meningitis. from skin and in, skin infections and like whatever so anyway yeah, I, was I just like, had something my mom thought was peak, pink eye and turned into periorbital cellulitis mm, yeah my, I swelled up to the size of a ping pong ball Jesus Christ ow apparently do you remember it I remember being carried into the hospital I don't remember my eye mm. being big mm, mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's a thing where like if they catch it early enough you can just take oral antibiotics but like you might need iv antibiotics and be in the hospital and blah, 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 yeah and i shit. needed iv antibiotics so and in that case maybe cipro <laughs> <laughs> um maybe i had it maybe uh but uh i um so i was like "Fuck, i'm gonna die so <laughs> i go into urgent care <laughs> and um the nurse like looks at my foot and she's like huh she's like did you use one of those metal things and i was like yeah and she's like <laughs> Yeah, you went way too hard, huh? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay. She's like, Jesus Christ. And I was like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware. i aware. Like, I was like, yeah, I know. And she like touches it. She's like, ooh, it's hot. And I was like, yeah, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. <laughs> so I'm just worried about it. She's like, all right. She leaves. Doctor comes in and he's like, did you scrape these? And I was like, yeah, I scrape And he's like, no more scrape okay? And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most hilarious experience i was like what um and he's like funny. it's fine he's like it's not infected i was like how do you know it's not infected i was like can you test and he's like if it was infected every time i touched it you'd be like in pain and he's like what's your pain level i was like i don't know like two he's like yeah it's fine and he's like it's very inflamed and you've given yourself a, an eczema flare up on your foot and i was like oh and he's like, so just don't, he's like, don't scrape it anymore, okay? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no more scrapies. And he's like, he's like, here's some steroid cream, like, use that, stop <laughs> scraping it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Message
2: received about
0: the scraping, okay. No scrapies. So I don't no get to do scrappy, any more scrape. scrapies, which I love doing. Can't do any no more, more scrapies. scrapies. Well, I just can't go as nuts with like a fucking cheese grater on my foot. Yeah. I was going crazy. Apparently, I think I was manic in the moment because I was like, <laughs> just like scraping, and I was like, man, I'm getting so much skin off of me. <laughs> just get a little pumice, Kelly.
2: Yeah, you don't you need know the what? metal you, file. Know
0: you know what? Ryan sent me. Have you heard of this? Because she, I was telling her about my scrapy problem, and she's like, "Well, she's like, there's like a better solution to this. Have you heard of this buffing bar, soft services soap? It's micro crystal exfoliant." Mm-hmm. And so it just like, so gently, I think I've, I've seen things like this. Yes. And it apparently makes your entire skin baby, baby. (laughs) Oh, it's also good for KP and stuff. It's like, um, but yeah, it like, just like, so, so it's a little, it's, it's like has like micro crystals in it. Okay. It's a buffing bar, micro crystal exfoliant. Uh, Made for areas of the body that would benefit from weekly, moderate to intense physical exfoliation, including those with KP, ingrown hairs, rough, bumpy texture. Or you can enjoy the buffing bar for no specific reason. Like a happy bear rubbing its back against a tree. Whatever the reason, dead skin and excess keratin are sloughed away, releasing trapped hairs, and revealing the new soft skin below after each use. And I think you only use it once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was saying she really, really loves it. Um, And I'm seeing so many, like, positive reviews people are like i wish i could give this six stars um i've used so That's many neat. products i'm done looking I need it i know everyone's saying holy grail product i'm like okay maybe i use this um but
2: <laughs> yeah she was like
0: she was like maybe use that and like don't use that metal thing anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. I might say so so. I think i'm gonna try it i'm gonna send this to you what she sent to me softservices.co buffing bar and it just has a lot of really slow motion video of very buff people rubbing it all over their body. <laughs>
1: just so you know. Oh, did I? Did you did try I this product like this?
0: I think I bought though.
1: a different thing from Soft Services. I bought their lotion. Mm, did you like it? No. Great, because <laughs> it didn't come out of the thing. It, the pump. Oh, was it was stuck in the package. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I bought their lotion. I didn't really love their lotion. Maybe I need to try the bar though.
0: I'm gonna try this bar because I want soft baby baby skin in a in a in a not scary way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was our skincare corner, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also just yeah, don't go too nuts uh, on the thing because uh, you don't go will, nuts on anything. You will go. You will very Everything much embarrass radiation. yourself at urgent care. Um, <laughs> I will say, if you are ever in a pinch and you need to go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. And you want to go that Cedar cyanide? So, this is a Cedar cyanide that just opened on Hillhurst. Oh, the fancy one. Girl, I was in, out, had my prescription 20 minutes. Nice. I have to go to Kaiser. Yeah, that's right. Cause you have so. HMO. Mm-hmm. Well, I just went because I was panicked. And I literally was like, I have mere hours to live. <laughs> <laughs> also, it didn't help that that morning I'd had a panic attack about something else. My anxiety's been kind of crazy these past couple days. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Just for peace of mind, so that I just know that I'm an okay, I'm going to go. And uh, so I went, and I was glad I went. And it was very fast, very easy, very clean. So I recommend it if you're ever in a pinch.
1: It looks really – it's a cool building. It's great.
0: And it's it, it's open until 9 p.m., which is great. It's not 24 hours, but it is open until 9 p.m.
1: Um, So
0: that's Skincare Corner. I'm going to throw away that crazy metal thing that I got. And uh, – Read this book, please. And again, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, there were uh, a couple
1: other passages I wanted to read. Oh, please, please, please. Um, just like little funny moments. Um, after So they go looking for Ian Ventham's widow, Gemma. Elizabeth and Joyce do. And this is from Joyce's diary. Gemma was with a man who Elizabeth described as a tennis coach type, although she conceded that these days he might have been a Pilates instructor type. Certainly not a grieving widow. <laughs> I just knew exactly what that meant. A yep, I coach know her. Type. I've seen this woman. Mm-hmm. I've seen this woman walking around in Santa Monica. I know this woman. Um, like it's just classic. Like women used to have affairs with their tennis coaches, and mm-hmm. now it's probably Pilates instructors. Yep. uh Joyce writing down an app is like the internet, but only on your phone.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh oh donna donna scrolls through some final pictures poppy has just been bungee jumping for cancer research well of course <laughs> she has that's just so poppy i know i love that one. Oh yeah the moment when so jason and his dad ron think that they have solved the case and yeah they think yeah. it is karen the daughter of this um farmer who's a holdout on selling his land to ian ventham because he doesn't like ian ventham yeah <laughs> and karen uh, tries to convince him to sell because the money is going to be good um, but he won't as long as ian is around and so they think it's karen they think she got rid of ian so that her dad would finally sell and she could get the money oh yeah and then so she goes on a date with them and so jason happens yeah upon her on tinder and oh so my god both, i loved that they moment. both swipe white, swipe right on each other and so they set up this date but
0: also wait, can can I the, the yeah. moment that it was so funny to me was like when he's like when he's like I have like Jason's like I know exactly I who presents. the killer is. Yeah. And,
1: and he like holds up his phone and swipes it, swipes in, right in front then, of Elizabeth's face. He's like, "Here's your present." And he just swipes. And she's like, "Okay. All right. <laughs> what is that?" And he's like, "Oh, okay. Um <laughs> and he then has he's to like, explain it. Like it's funny. That's your killer." Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
0: so do okay and Um, then so so what you're saying
1: date thinking he's gonna like catch her so jason had leaned forward very sure certain in fact you see the police had been looking for someone who was there in the 1970s and was still there now and they were right in a way they had found bones and figured maybe someone had been murdered all those years ago but forget the bones according to jason because the police had missed the simplest trick in the book greed ventham was in the way of karen making her millions her dad wasn't budging and so ventham had to go jason mentioned some drugs he could only get on the dark web and didn't karen work in it wasn't that convenient (laughs) jason had solved the case and felt sure he was about to get a confession honestly some men (laughs) he hadn't expected karen to laugh in his face and explain that she was a database administrator for a secondary school who could no more access the dark web than fly to the moon (laughs) that was so funny that she had misheard jason's mention of fentanyl as ventolin and had wondered what he was (laughs) on about that she had lived in one of the most beautiful places in england and while she would certainly swap that for a million pounds she would rather be there with her dad happy than in some executive new build and hove with her dad miserable jason looked like he was going to come back with a clever response but when he tried none came (laughs) (laughs) and he was like so sad (laughs) He's wrong because he believes her immediately. And then they like go back to meet up with his dad. and um. Or no, so he had apologized and offered to leave. But Karen had wondered if they shouldn't make the best out of a bad deal and enjoy the rest of their lunch. What if they ended up together? Wouldn't it be the greatest and how did you two meet story of all time? This had set them both laughing and set them talking and turned the whole thing into a lovely, long, boozy lunch. <laughs> yeah, I like that they were just like, well, let's just have lunch together. Yeah, so cute. So cute, but then that's when she she looks down at a copy of um the like retirement community newsletter um and she sees um John's photo in it, and that's when they like start to put more pieces together, yeah, yep, um, let me see, I think did I highlight something, oh, oh yeah. Chris reading his emails, three new emails, nothing that looked like it would detain him. One of his sergeants was doing a triathlon, a cry for help for which he expected to be sponsored. (laughs) And then this last thing I highlighted in Joyce's diary. No, the only person too smart to be caught around here is Bogdan. Don't you think he killed Tony Coran? I do. I'm sure he had a good reason and I look forward to asking him, but not until he's fitted my new replacement window, because what if he takes offense? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like that it's so cute it is really cute those are all my highlights but yeah I just really loved it me so too thank you to Rob and Alyssa seriously it was so good yeah, it was um, such a such a delight lovely little it's just like pleasant it's mm-hmm. just really pleasant like this is like high and cozy mystery mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. with Avenue <laughs> <laughs> It's the thinking man's cozy mystery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, You really keep us alive. Um, A very special
2: personalized shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you. Adam Howitz. Amanda K. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Amana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Erin B. Gabriela Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlosic. Jesse T. Jessica Smith Harper. Jessica U. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Landry Desmond. Larry Wynn. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho. Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Nora Ryan, Rachel C, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rogue Kalahua, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Whitney E. Thanks for your support, everyone. We really appreciate
1: all of you listening and supporting the Patreon. You are wonderful people. Seriously, thank you. We'll see you next month for a new book, Outside the Genre. Until then, keep it extra creepy.